When I first took creative writing at USD, our first assignment was simply to write a paper answering the question, why I write. Since I ended up declaring creative writing emphasis and spending another year in Professor Malekian's class, I wrote this piece three different times. When I was asked to tell my story about my experience studying a major in the humanities field, these were the first words I turned to for my inspiration because they have a lot to do with why I'm here. I was working an eight hour shift at my part-time job when the pocket of my apron started buzzing. The notification from my LinkedIn app on my phone was going off, which was strange since I never used it. It was a message from someone at USC asking if I would be interested in talking at a live storytelling event. Here I was hiding in the rug closet of home goods, praying that my manager wouldn't make me organize the pillows again. In that moment, I absolutely thought I had, I had, I was gonna say no to this because I really didn't think I had a story to tell. I'm no crazy success story and I don't work as an editor at some magazine and I'm not a teacher. And I tell everyone who doesn't think I can get a job with my English degree that I want to be a digital marketing consultant, even though I don't. In reality, I'm working a minimum wage part-time job so that I can hold on to my dream of creating a life I love doing what I love. For about 10 years of my life, I was convinced I was a math person. At the age of eight, I was placed in accelerated math at my school. I loved numbers and thought that I was just inherently good at math, but eventually I realized that I mistook my hard work for natural intelligence. Up until I took managerial accounting in my second year of college, the only C I ever got was in my third grade writing class. I remember it more vividly than any C I've ever gotten. I was never good at following directions. When I didn't want to read a book for my book report, I ended up completely fabricating an entire story instead of reading the actual book. In high school, the, the online thesaurus became my best friend because I thought that using complicated words would automatically make me sound smarter. I did whatever it took to get me the A. These are the reasons that led me to believe that I was not a writer. For the first 12 years of my education, everyone told me how to write, and I didn't want to listen to any of it. And when I didn't have an exact three-part thesis laying out every point addressed in a conclusion paragraph that wrapped up my 500-word essay, my paper was covered in red ink. It wasn't until halfway through college, nearly failing accounting, that I realized that I guess I wasn't a math person either. So the question I then asked myself was, what's now? The thought that ultimately led me to wanting to be here today is that I think sharing my journey with humanities is something that I would have wanted to hear when I was grappling with this question of where do I go from here. I didn't feel like I belonged in any major. Sure, I was better in some classes than others, but none of them made me feel like I had a future. This is a feeling I'm sure many students go through when truly each decision they make will affect so much of their future. The pressure can cause you to think that a career you are passionate about is completely out of reach. And that's how I felt. And as I was taking more required English classes at USD, I realized that I was actually really enjoying myself and excelling in writing. I felt my perspective continuously changing on so many elements of writing that I spent my whole life learning how to avoid. The choice to become an English major presented its very own set of challenges for me. I used to joke with my dad that I was gonna switch my major to English because in his businessman mindset, it wasn't even an option. English degree equaled no money. It was okay for me to have a hobby, something fun to do on the side while I worked towards something more concrete. But the moment I realized this hobby was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, I knew that I was in for the battle. I always struggled to gain approval from my dad. 
being the middle child, I got lost in the push and pull of the family sometimes. At times, I enjoy that the focus isn't on me. My older sister is successfully following my dad in his big real estate footsteps. My highly motivated younger brother is going to join the U.S. Navy this year. And here I am trying to explain to my parents that I want to write stories for a living. But can you get a job? Can you make money? This was always the knee-jerk reaction. Having struggled with anxiety since I was eight years old, writing has always been my number one coping mechanism. The only thing that I could hold on to to keep me grounded. No one in my family understands what that's like. And that's why they didn't understand why pursuing English was so important to me. I feel like it's the only thing I'm meant to do. The question for me has never been why I write, because I think I always knew it, for, it was for myself. The question is why do you share what you write? I never have... I would never have the courage to share the most vulnerable thoughts if I didn't think that it could touch somebody. Writing is healing, but so is reading. I know because there are words that have stuck with me. When I started my YouTube channel, it was like I hit the jackpot. It gave me a sense of purpose that I'd never felt when I think of my possible career choices. It has been one of the most unexpected turns my life has taken, but an amazing one. I found another place to be vulnerable and another place where my writing could come to life. On my channel, I make videos teaching people how to play guitar. I've also shared my songwriting and my advice. Music is one of the most tangible ways I can see that words help people. And I love that I could give people that through teaching them how to play an instrument. I knew the challenge of pursuing a career in something that is one in a million, yet here I am still trying. When I graduated college in a global pandemic, I was panicked. How was I ever going to prove people wrong now that all of my job prospects were put on hold? Instead, I looked inward and took this as a sign to go for what I really wanted. I've always found the most purpose in life helping people through my writing and now my music. YouTube gave me the chance to help people from all over the world create music for themselves. The way I see each piece of writing I create is the same way that I see my videos. It's the same process. Vulnerability I learned to express in my creative writing is now being expressed in every video that I put on the internet. In the beginning, I joked that my 34 subscribers were truly counting on me, but I never imagined back then that a year later, it would become what it is to me now. In the past year, I learned how to edit, upgrade my equipment, and even put my digital marketing knowledge to use. It was extremely discouraging at times, and still is, when I would work so hard on a video only to get a couple hundred views. There were countless times when I questioned if it was even worth it to keep going. But every time I see just one comment telling me that I helped someone learn to play their favorite Taylor Swift song or that I inspired them to pick up the guitar again, I know that I'm going in the right direction. When I look back at the choices that led me to my English degree, I'm proud that I was able to take that so-called risk, make the unexpected choice. Gradually, my dad has seen how hard I've worked on my channel and is beginning to see that I will do anything in my power to succeed. Now I'll overhear my own voice coming from his computer, even though I know he has no plans of learning guitar. When I think of the fears I had about trying to find a future career with my English degree, they motivate me to make my goals a reality. Those fears are far less scary than the fear I had of staying on the secure path to a nine to five desk job where I would not be fulfilling my true purpose. Often you hear the myth that when you graduate college, you're supposed to have it all figured out. A good paying full-time job offer right out of the gates. And it was hard to see some of my closest friends have these amazing jobs lined up, knowing their passion and getting to get their masters in that. 
And it's hard knowing that if I stayed on that path I was going, I could have been right there too. But here I am instead. But what if this is actual the no actually the normal path of a college student, more specifically a humanities major? I think there's more people in my situation than we are led to believe. There are about 13,000 people that watch my videos every week now. That's more than it was four months ago. And that's more than it was four months before that. I'm definitely not where I want to be yet, and YouTube does not pay the bills, but I'm a work in progress. I'm still working to achieve the goals I've set for myself. And I'm not here to say that it's been easy, but I will say that it's been worth it. Every doubt and every failure. Because I may be spending half my week organizing pots and pans, but I love that I get to spend the other half creating a future that I am passionate about.